What up, what up, man? Uh, welcome to another episode of the Hour of Change podcast. And today is no different. We have a very special guest. Actually, this interview is long overdue. Long overdue. We've been trying to connect, trying to make it happen, but you know, either schedule conflicts or whatever. But anyway, today we're here. We're here, and um, it's a blessing to be here. And I want to welcome Miss Asia, the queen of makeup. Um, I've been seeing your work, seeing what you've been doing, and it's amazing. It's amazing. So welcome to the show. I'm happy to have you. I'm happy to be here. Finally. Finally. Yes, ma'am. Um, one of the first things I wanted to ask you was, what inspires you about your work? What inspires me? Um, I guess what inspires me would be knowing where I want to go. Like, I guess, like, what's next? So what inspires me to get up and go hard every day is the goal, the end goal that I see for myself, like where I want to be in like three or four years, you know? Don't so that I guess that. just like definitely retired from makeup, but um, just like really happy, like a nice, beautiful, big home, um, family, you know, stuff like that. Like, so I guess just my future inspires me. So when you say be retired from makeup, what do you mean? Like, not doing it at all? No, I definitely will always do makeup, but I mean, as far as being so behind the chair, you know, or standing right. up all the time, um, taking clients every day, you know? Kind of like more so on my boss, like maybe a cosmetics line or something else where I'm making residual income besides, you know? Gotcha, gotcha. That's, that's actually a, a beautiful goal. Beautiful goal, what's, what's that? Are you currently like setting it up right now? I am. What's um, that? I have a cosmetics line. It's Asia Beauty and Company right now. So I just have like uh, lipsticks and like eyeshadow palettes and like small makeup things. But um, the goal is to you know obviously get into like Ulta, Target, Walmart, Amazon. Yeah. Right. What What made you get into that? What made you want to develop your own cosmetics line? the residual income, knowing that I can use my platform to, you know, push a product. Um, and a lot of girls, you know, I have a pretty decent following and I feel like I have a good influence on my makeup at least. Right. Like they're gonna trust what I say when it comes to makeup. So if I'm putting out a good product, I know I can sell it. You just use a very profound word, trust. What, how, you said, they will trust you. Mm -hmm. How did you develop that trust between you and your clients or the people that follow you? Um, I think being me, like being authentically myself, I feel like I don't show it as much since I moved to Houston, but with building my, um, my platform, I used to do a lot of, or now I'm getting back into it, but I used to do a lot of like, get ready with me makeup things on myself. And I would go live doing my makeup all the time. And I would like talk to my, you know, um, following on live and they would ask me a bunch of questions and I would just, you know, freely answering, no gatekeeping, really like telling them what it is. So right. like, even when stuff isn't good, cause sometimes stuff isn't good or not good for me, but it might be good for somebody else. Um, I would say how exactly how I feel. Gotcha. So you said when you moved to Houston, where you where where are you from originally? So I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. M Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because that word is a tongue twister. 
<laughs> Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. What, what brought you to Houston? Makeup, um, better opportunity, more money, um, just a better life. Why, why Houston? I just need a big city. Like, and okay, you got time. California, you got, you got Miami, you got right LA. So, so I feel like when I moved here, there was a not a lack of because there's a million makeup artists in Houston. But when I moved here, I thought I was like strategically trying to do it. Like Atlanta has all of the best makeup artists in my opinion. They have like they're so good. Miami, um. I just didn't, I couldn't see myself living in Miami, but Houston, I also had a, um, my mom's family lives here too, so mm -hmm. it made it easy to make the transition easy. But Houston has like a growing nightlife. There's something to do every day in Houston. So I needed somewhere where I could go and if I needed to work every day, I can. Right, gotcha, gotcha. Um, let's take a backtrack. What were you doing before you got into makeup? Cause you do it now full time, right? Mm -hmm. So like, what were you doing before then? Um, I've done so much. So I actually went to college for basketball. Like my dad had hoop dreams for me. So I- um, You know hoop dreams for yourself? No, I literally no? did it for my dad, I did. Like, and I was, I'm six four, so it just works. Like, it's like, you have to play basketball. But I had begged my dad to come home my sophomore year in college. I was like, dad, please. Like, I just can't do this. Like, it's not for me. What college you went to? I went to junior college. So I went to Kirkwood, um, which was in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And then I went to Flow Valley in St. Louis. But that school was just so, like, rough. And it was like, um, no offense, I love gay people. But my whole team was like, gay, so I, I couldn't, like, get into it you know like i didn't have no real friends and i felt like by myself so i was just really out there living my life for my dad so i was like i have to come home and figure out what i want to do because this ain't it like i'm not happy i'm not going to the WNBA. i don't want to do that so and i wasn't good so <laughs> i had to i need to come home but so i came home i since then i've been a teller i mean i've worked fast food obviously um and then i was doing banking for a long time and you said then, bacon Bank, banking. Oh, banking. I was a bank teller. And then um, I just was trying stuff till I found my thing. I was, before I started doing makeup full time though, I was a, um autistic teacher. I worked with kids that had autism before I moved to Houston. And how did you know makeup was the thing? I just, I'm just, it's just natural. Like it kind of just come to me. Like I could just do makeup. Like I just always wore makeup though. Even in high school, like playing ball, I was that, big girl with makeup on like sweating right. the makeup off because right. it wasn't even good at the time so it was just looking crazy like right. i don't want to use asia towel because it's dirty like she right. got a lot of makeup on it like stuff but yeah so gotcha. i just always done makeup i want to i want to progress in this conversation but i gotta put a pin in it for a second because i feel like a lot of people deal with that um i don't know if it's a problem or an issue but you know with you said you was pursuing basketball for your pops. Mm -hmm. Like, what was that like? Um, so honestly though, I found, I try to make a, find the light in every situation. It was fun in high school because I loved like my team. Like we was like sisters. Like we was, we was AAU, we were traveling everywhere. We were, um, we just was tight. So the bond made it okay. You know what I mean? But, right. um, <clears throat> Honestly, I hated basketball. Like I used to be nervous because like I was so tall. So like the crowd was so rough on me. Like I couldn't miss a layup. Like let me miss it and everybody is so mad. And oh, I'm like, man. dang, like 
I missed like, but so yeah, it was hard. Like it was really, really hard. But then um, I just used it to make sisters and friends because I'm my only child. So like, I it was just like, that was the thing that made it okay. At, at what point in your life or like what age or when did you realize that, okay, Asia, you doing this for your pops, not really for yourself? It was really in college. It was like my freshman year in college. So my freshman year in college, I got injured. I um right away in the beginning of the season. What kind um, of injury? My ankle. I, so yeah. I have really bad ankle problems, but I had broke my ankle and I had to in get, um, it was like preseason, wasn't even a game yet. So um, it was like workouts conditioning. And so I had the surgery and then like all year, I was just like crutching around because Iowa has snow really bad too. So I was just crutching around. I'm like, this is just not it. Like I was pissed because I was hurt. I couldn't do nothing. I was like, at the end of the year, the um, team actually released me because the coach probably was like, she doesn't care about this, you know? Right. And so that's when I transferred to uh, St. Louis. But after that, like trying to get back into it, like the therapy and like two practices a day, 5.30 in the morning, right after school, it was just like, dad, please, I'm done. Like this <laughs> is, it feels like torture. Like right. at this point it's becoming torture. So at that point, I just was like, I have to find my thing. Like I begged my dad to come home. Like, if you let me come home, I swear I'm not gonna ask you for anything. Like I'm not going to, like, I don't need no money or nothing. So I had met this lady that sold Mary Kay. And she um, she introduced me. And they had this kit where it comes with all of your like um, foundations, concealers and all that. I'm like, I can use this and I can start doing people's makeup with right. this. Cause now I got a kit and I can like sell it. So then it was like, it all just worked, but yeah. Man. What what was that conversation like with you and your pops? Was it what was like was it a hard conversation? It was it so it was a hard conversation. Actually what happened was um I had came home and so with playing basketball, I also I love playing volleyball. So I was going to leave school again. I left the, the Flow Valley and I was gonna go to another college in Illinois, another community college, and it came to the day of that I was planning to leave and I just was like dad please like like that was that was when it was like please don't like and my aunt was there and she was like you can't make her go she don't want to go so it was like real intense and then but my dad didn't talk to me for like like a month and I was living there so it was like real awkward like walking living in the in. same house yeah like not really no talking like it was no communicating like he did not want to deal with me and I was like you know but from there I feel like that was the motivation I needed like to get out and work because since then I've never been jobless or without a hustle or right. you know some type of something and I I, I know this conversation is supposed to be based around entrepreneurship and business but these are also important conversations but I feel like this is an important conversation to have you yeah. know for maybe it's another young woman or someone else is going to hear this a listener going to hear it and be like wow wow I'm going through the same thing with my dad or with my mom you know with your situation, you know, it could give them some type of learning curve. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, so, what's the relationship like with you and your pops now? That's my best friend. Your best friend. Yeah. Y'all joke about it. That was my it? best friend here. Then that was my best friend. He's still my best friend. He's always been my best friend. We we joke about it, and he he's proud of where I am. So. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Man. Um, so. Another question I want to ask you was how so how long have you been doing makeup? Mm -hmm. 
outside professionally in like close to 10 years. Like I've been taking wine for 10 years. Professionally. Professionally. See, everyone's what? definition of professionalism. And that's what I was about to go to. Like, like what right. makes it professional? I feel like you give yourself your title. People, well, no. The world gives you, or your clientele gives you your title. But everybody on their Instagram or wherever they market themselves is gonna say, oh yeah, I'm a pro artist, or I'm a celebrity artist, or, you know. So, yeah, professionally. Meaning, working for myself, with that being my business about 10 years. About 10 years. Mm-hmm. That's a long, that's a decade. Yeah. That's a decade, wow, you, 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 you've been in the game. Yeah, well um, seasoned. Well seasoned. When did you realize you were professional? Um, I guess when I started doing it full time and it was like my only source of income is when I like, I guess we'll call myself professional. No. I've been professional since I started. I've been trying to be at least. <laughs> <laughs> so you you said that when it became your only source of income, that means you were doing two different things at one time. Yeah. So when did you decide to go full in with this? Um I, so when it was like when COVID was starting. Because being like in the te- or working with kids in the being a teacher's aide, um it just wasn't working with the online for me. So I was like, I'm not like clock. I was clocking in, putting the camera down, sleep. They called my name and it's not working. Like I, I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing. So I just like, before they fired me, let me just leave on a good foot right. and I'm just only do makeup. And honestly, that was like the best decision I ever made because before then, I feel like since I was only halfway in the door with makeup and halfway doing it and still having like my job, I could only give it a little bit you know I could so much energy yeah like I couldn't really do it but then when it was the only thing that I had to rely on it was like okay now I'm here I'm doing extra content now I'm practicing now I'm really watching videos I'm taking extra classes I'm doing you know so yeah um once COVID started and I think the question was when did I start or only do makeup yeah when COVID I just couldn't give the school or the kids what they needed and they needed like more attention than I could do I got you was that was that a hard decision to make? It was because it's like, dang, what if I don't make the money, or what if I don't have the clients to make up the extra money? Because that's right. all I'd be. That'd be that fear of like not having the same amount of money. But in that job aspect, it's like you know that check is gonna be there. But it's like it takes so much of your time that you you easily, if you just trust yourself, you'll make the money. How did you overcome that fear? I just, I just, I don't know, I just trust myself. But I just know I've always been a hustler. Like, or I just know that I can make something happen. And so even if that didn't work, I was a bartender as well. So I'll just go bartending or I'll make the extra money, you know, some way, so. Gotcha. Um, So you said you've been doing it for like 10 10 plus years now. Mm -hmm. Let's say if if you was to start your journey all over again from the very beginning. What would you have done faster? Leaps. I would have only been doing it. I would have not been having the extra jobs and like, or I would have the extra side hustles like bartending and maybe selling products and doing things like that. But the job, and I don't want to. Every I'm not saying people should quit their jobs, but I'm just saying it takes a lot of your time 
as to where if you're using that time to like develop your skill if you're really passionate about something and you know putting out good work and stuff like that job just eight hours a day is a lot right you only get 24 and you might sleep another eight and then you don't you don't have time when you get off work to work on you and your business so it's like unless you have a plan and you're using that job to get you you know product or something to make your passion work for you right then we're wasting time got you and and i totally get where you're coming from because i like one thing i've understood now is that growing a business takes immense and intense focus yeah like it, it takes a lot and you know trying to juggle two or three things at one time is gonna burn you out and at some point you gotta you gotta just commit to okay mm -hmm. i'm doing this i'm put all my attention and all my focus into this one thing until it works until it works so you know um look where you at now 10 plus years in making it happen killing it mm -hmm. killing thank god, it thank god yes ma'am um what's What's one of the biggest challenges you are facing right now, like, as a business owner? So, I think... Because all businesses have challenges, right? One of the challenges that I'm really struggling with right now is knowing how to give other people jobs. Not jobs, but like, I can't, you can't do everything. Right. So in order to grow your business, you gotta, gotta grow a team or like Delegate build a work. team. Yeah, you have to be able to like, push other things on other people, you know, or hire right. other people to do things so that you can move forward or else you're gonna stay where you are, you know? So right. I guess just finding the right help and knowing that sometimes it's not gonna work out, but as long as you try, you keep trying, you'll find that. But so it's but it's hard because I'm like, no, like right now I really need an assistant for like my bookkeeping and like my um, refining emails and cause it's just always, your social media DM, your text right. messages, your, it's just so much every day on top of still working. So it's like you miss stuff. And then that's where the professional, like, she doesn't respond or she, you know. Mm. So that's just hard for me. But yeah, what's, I'm working on it. What's hard about that specific role? Just trusting people with your like business. You know what I mean? Or like, because they now they have access to kind of like all your stuff. And like, you kind of like, teaching people how to be giving them the sauce. You know what I mean? On, on top, you're still paying them, but you're like telling them they know how to do your stuff now. So it's like, that is just hard. Like trusting people is hard. You never know who's really for you and who's really for your gotcha. business and like. Gotcha. You, you ever looked into getting a VA, a virtual assistant? I don't know. You can, you, um, on Fiverr, I'll show it to you. Um, All right. Uh, yeah, we we gonna talk more about it. Okay. You get a VA, and they all those stuff that you need done, they go and handle it. I'll That's show dope. It you. Yeah, I'll show it to you. Um, you got five on your phone? No, no but I've heard okay. of it. Yeah, I'm gonna I've show it to you. It. Someone was telling me about I think that or um <clears throat> like YouTube. Like, is that the, there's a um a site like that that will like edit your videos for you? Because I'm yeah. gonna start yeah. YouTube too. I have yes. so many videos, but I just haven't edited them. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, you definitely time. need to get on there. Get on Fiverr. Mm -hmm. And um, prices are reasonable. You can find people for as low as maybe twenty dollars, yeah, thirty dollars to yeah. get all that stuff done for you. Yeah, okay. yeah. So we, I'll, I'll definitely show it to you. Okay. Um, but I think I feel like that that challenge right there. That I I think that's a challenge a lot of entrepreneurs go through, which is finding the right 
I guess it's like building a team mm -hmm. and you want to have like the, the right players because mm -hmm. that could either make you or break you. Mm -hmm. So I definitely feel your struggle in that aspect of, you know, wanting to grow your business. But also, you know, at least you know that I need to get this in place so I could flourish and I could grow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause some people, you know, they want to do everything and we only got two hands, so only so much we can do. And you still want to live your life. Right. You know, like, Houston is still a new city for me. So it's still like so much that I haven't done. I want, you know, I want to see, like, coming from Milwaukee, Milwaukee is like a really small city. Um, I love Milwaukee, but, you know, there's just not a lot to do. So here, there's always stuff to do. And it's like, well, how are you going to work and be outside? You got to kind of decide. <laughs> like, but I want to be outside too. Like, you want to be outside, huh? Man, don't be outside in Houston, man. Stay inside. Yeah. <laughs> Stay inside. Uh, another, another one I want to ask you was, what what makes you the best? Like, let's say that, let's say that I want to do a marriage ceremony, right? You know what? Let's just say a bride want to get her makeup done. Why would she choose you and not someone else? What makes you different? Well, I don't focus on trying to like, I don't I don't compare myself to anybody else. So like, if you choose me, you choose me. What's for me is for me. So like, I'm my best and I just try my best, you know? Um, people are gonna pick me because of my style of makeup. It's, I feel like it's very natural. Um, in the bride aspect, it like, last really long um it's real pretty but as far as being the best i just try to be my best gotcha this 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 whole makeup industry thing is i have like a subtle problem with it and i think that issue is that well not a problem but to me i've I be seeing so much women they'd be like it'd be caked up okay. like it'd be so and i'd be like why like why? But that might be her pretty. Everybody I see different, and that's why you can never be for everybody. You know what I mean? Like, and that's True. like beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. There's True. people that still like that bold eyeshadow, like that colorful stuff. Where now a lot of people are trying to do like minimal makeup. Like, like I didn't have time to do my makeup today, but um, where it looked like you barely have any makeup on. That's kind of like the look that. I like to do now, but there's still people that want that bold look. And there's people that will book me. I'm like, girl, you did not see that on my uh, page. Like, they'll right. bring me a picture of something with a whole bunch of, like, rhinestones and glitter. I'm like, girl, that's going to be a little extra. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, so it's just, that might be her pretty. Gotcha. There's people really who sit there and cake it on because they want that thick. It's be like that. I be watching videos like that all the time. Is that something you offer? You do that? No. You do that style? I, I wouldn't. And I wouldn't even try. You know, and then the, there's also people who, like, deal with, like, skin issues and stuff. And yeah. so they're trying to cover up something. So that's why it's, like, cakey. You know what I mean? So be nice to those people. Skin issues. Why don't just love? Why don't just love yourself with your skin issue? Well, if you have, like, acne and stuff, that, that is very depressing. That is not, that's not okay. When I first moved here, Houston has really dirty water. Did you know that? Not, not really. 
I'm just playing. But um, I'm not playing. Coming here, <laughs> the water is dirty or different than like Milwaukee. So right. I would like break out like really bad. And so I'm to the point where I was a dermatologist because I've always dealt with acne, but not to the like how bad it had got here. And so I think it was also stress and just the move and everything too, but the water is different. So I, um, it made me insecure. So like you'll be like wanting to be, you will want to hide it. You don't have acne, so right. you know, it's really it's the thing. It really is. So people, so basically, you saying people. Like if you woke up this morning and we had this interview and you had a whole bunch of pimples and you just woke up out of nowhere and you just had it, you like I'm not covered it. Right. So yeah. So basically, people have this thing where they try to hide their insecurities. Yeah. Makeup is a cover up for a lot of things. And it can be very therapeutic for people like that, you know? I'm, 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 I'm thinking, I'm thinking right now, why can't we live in a world where people don't judge you and you can live with your insecurities? Because the world isn't like that and social media makes it so hard. You know, people people live to be on social media. Like, it's, it's a thing, like you wake up, Good morning, how are you? You know, you want to do that, but if you have acne and stuff, you can't do that. Or you can, but you know, you want to do the filters and not, you know, people just are, people naturally just judge people. It's just, it's the way it is. It's the way it is. You just got to get with it or, you know. Have you ever struggled with insecurities and you try to hide it? Definitely. I feel like that's why. In terms of makeup. No? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I feel like that's why I was wearing it in high school because I had acne and I didn't, I wanted to cover it up. Like, I know I was still pretty, but I wanted to cover up my acne, too. Yeah. Hmm. This is, this is a lot. Different. This is a lot. Um, I never thought about it in that aspect of people using makeup as, you know. But actually, now that we have this conversation, I do. I do. Um, I, I've actually thought about that before. I don't know why I said that. But that's, that's very interesting, though. Very interesting. Um. To me, this is how this is how I see makeup. Women just playing playing around in some color and putting it on their face. <laughs> That's how I be looking at it. That's crazy. Men never appreciate what we go through to try to be like beautiful. You know, for, for like it's just like because y'all really have do not just go get a haircut, probably you know. But well, we women do that too. You can what we do. We, the, there's me and the women that I hang out with. You go the extra mile to be like pretty and take care of yourself. It's just right. kind of like a, I guess like self-love a little bit, self-care, self-care. Right. I have no problem with it. I mean, I, you are entitled to do whatever you want to do, how you want to do it. I get it. It's cool. But for me, I see it as, you know, God made us all beautiful. And without the makeup, with the makeup, you are still beautiful. Yeah. No matter it's what. Just, it's just an enhancer. Makeup is just an enhancer. That's all. Gotcha. So, so, um, now I'm thinking about what enhances do men use? But I can't think of that right now. But anyway, that's, that's for another time. <clears throat> another thing I want to ask you was, uh, let's let, let's talk about a stressful time that you've had with a client before. Maybe, maybe she wanted her makeup done a certain way. You didn't do it that way. Like, what is that like? What is that like? I've only had like two experiences like that since I've. Uh, moved to Houston, but it was one when I like kind of first started. But I feel like um, 
it was like planned, like she kind of like planned it a little bit. She she came, she got her makeup done. Uh, when I was done, she kind of like called her friend on the phone, like she like FaceTimed her friend, like, hey girl, what you think about this makeup? But it was like her friend- While you was there? While I was right there. She's like, what you think about this makeup? And her friend like, what? What, what's wrong? She was like, I can't see because the phone worked. She hung up, ooh, call somebody else. I know they're all still in the car. She called her like, girl, what you think about this makeup? She said, uh-uh, girl, it looks like a ghost. And I was like, you know, like I'm right here. So I'm like, right. okay. What does that mean, look like a ghost? Like it looked white or it looked casket ready. Like, you know, like not, it wasn't yeah. her color. Like, right. and I'm right here. So it's, 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 you know, it's hurtful because this is my job or, you know. Right. I'm like, okay. So then she like, she get up, she like, anywhere. I was like, don't worry about it, I, I can make it darker. So I, when I say I bronzed her, she was not her color for sure. She was definitely way darker. So then she called another person. After you fixed it? After I fixed it. So what you think now? She's like, yeah, it's, it's the color itself. And so then I was like, okay, well, um, like when she got off the phone that time, I was like, I don't know, you keep calling everybody. It's not gonna make anything better. Um, do you want me to like wipe it off or like cook? You still owe me, you know, like at the time, like you still right. owe me. Like I took my time, I tried to fix it. I, and you really can't even tell me what, what's wrong because there's nothing wrong. You just want to be problematic. So I was like, you still How owe me. How could you tell her there's nothing wrong? Right, because that's, I mean, and you're right, because her eyes obviously see something wrong. Right. But for the style that she was looking on my page, for the style of work that I do, that's what was on her face. Right. And so... So there was nothing wrong, you know what I mean? Like, and for what she asked for, I guess. So she was like, uh-uh. Like she just turned up immediately, like, I ain't paying for this, I da 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 Like just turned up, but then she called the girl on the phone again, like, you gonna have to come up here, cause this a big do-do-do. And I'm like, all right. I was like, no, you know what, you can just get out. She's like, oh, I ain't getting out, put me in. Now it started getting like ghetto, like it's like, my studio is only this big, you know what I mean? So it's like, my dad's like, why you have your gun? I'm like, Dad, I want to be just like, what you want me to just shoot her? So she finally left, but after that, I raised my prices. The deal was done. So now I don't have those clients and those problems because I felt like we, the cheaper you are, not like that. You think that was a price issue? She didn't want to pay. Because I've had so, I've gotten my hair done, I've gotten services that I didn't like and I didn't. But I pay and I just don't come back. I don't I don't bash nobody's business. I don't because I have my own business, so I'm not gonna be like, oh I hate this. I actually um recently had a outfit designed for me and it didn't fit because I had went to the fashion show, it didn't fit, it didn't but I didn't go say, Hey, don't get this designer, don't book her don't you know what I mean? Because right. everybody makes mistakes and things happen, but you know, so it's just like and I paid full price. But I kind of, you know, and I kind of just took the L, but now I know. Now I'm not coming back. Now we're good. Bye. Right. Boom. But that's just me. Man. She ain't causing all of that hell, huh? And I was like, all I could think about was like, dang. I get to throw all my stuff around this room. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this, I, she, when she left, I just was like, you know what? I just have to like come up with a better plan. Like, Cause you can't really make somebody pay for services before you give it. Because if they, you know, sometimes they don't like it, or you know, you should have that right. But like in that situation, I was just, it was just, it was hurt. Gotcha. <clears throat> and that did. I only could imagine, you know, calling your friend and the person that did the makeup artist there, and they said, oh, like my heart was like beating this. so fast. Like it, my heart was like, is she doing this? You know, like it was like 
like you, you get that rush, like what's right. gonna happen? <laughs> like I was like, man, man, what was the other time like if you um, can remember? The other time. Well, you know what? But let let let's get back to that. Going back to that situation, right? Because mm-hmm. it may be someone else that's going to go through that same situation as well. Mm-hmm. Going back to that, what do you think you could have done better in that situation? In that situation, I probably could have. Because after the like the third call, I was like amped up, so I wasn't as nice. I could have stayed calm and stayed like you know, like like it didn't bother me. When once you real like when you when you allow others to see that you're bothered, then you know they have like some type of control. They have some type of control. Then you kind of like automatically lose. Like I try, I, even when things bother me, which I try not to let anything bother me, I just kind of let it go. You gotta release certain things and know when to release it. Just let right. it go. Like she, if she, whatever. I I didn't. I really should have wiped. It should it should have been wiped off. You know, like before she left, because right. now we both just lose. Like you don't have to make about you know, but because you still went out and you wore that face, so right. it's like. But just try not to let stuff bother you. Could have been a little more calm. I should have been calm. I should have been calm. Should have been more level-headed as a as a boss, as an owner, as a right. business owner. You just have to know when to let stuff go. Gotcha, man. But I also was new here, and you knew to use it at the time, and so you don't want people to feel like they can walk over you. It's like right. you, you also sometimes you do like, okay, well, is this the person that you got to make an example, or like, <laughs> what, what you know what I mean? So you try to think of all these things, like, okay, because you don't want people just come in here, like, okay, right. just act mad, and then walk out, and then nothing happens. Right. You know what I mean? So you don't. So it's just like all those thoughts in one. So yeah. <laughs> So she just she just left after a while. She just left after a while. She was like real loud. I'm like, I don't want my people with next to my suite hearing all this. Like, right. just go, please. Like, it's okay. Yeah, I feel you. But that day, I, just that day was just a rough day for me all around too. So I probably would have handled the situation had that day just not been. A, it just was rough. Right. So, gotcha. Let's say, um, let's say. Well, no, let's say there is other young women that want to get in the industry. They want to be at the level you're at. They want to start makeup and beauty line, cosmetic line. What's some advice you got for that young woman that want to get in the industry? Get started. It's just like you just got to start because people always wait for the perfect opportunity or like the perfect time. They're like, okay, well, I got to get better at this first. But not knowing that just getting started and just taking the clients and just practicing, you're going to learn, you're going to get better. You know what I mean? So, and you can't really practice, like you can't really practice for it. You kind of just have to like, just get into it. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. because I look at the pictures that I, when I first started doing makeup, I'm like, Ooh, I used to really mess people up, Right. but they like, it was going to be somebody that like it. Just, you just have to get started and then build your, build your name and just try to, network like make sure that you linking with people and not competing with people linking with people say that again linking with people and not competing with people man say it one more time man because people need to hear that you do you gotta link and not compete because with makeup 
my strategy, one of my strategies here was like, I want to have makeup friends. So there's, what is it, 3 million people that live here? Not everybody can take everybody. True. So you need to be friends with those other people so that when they can't take people, they can send them your way. Or like, I have a circle of makeup artists that I deal with and we send each right. other clients. Like, you can't take everybody. There's going to be days that you might get sick and you need to give your clients to somebody else. Mm -hmm. But So yeah, you just got to make sure that you're building that you know, circle. Collaboration over competition. All, all day. All day. day. Mm -hmm. I agree with that 100%. Link with them rather than compete with them. Mm -hmm. And um, to add to what you said about uh, waiting on the perfect moment, one of the things that I realized is that the lessons you learn on the way of growing your business when you're just starting are way more valuable than waiting for perfection to hit. Literally. And then trying to start. And people like to watch your growth. People right. Like, people be like, oh my God, I remember. You know what I mean? Like those right. type of things. Like, I'm so proud of you or where you are. And it's like, dang, I'm not even where I want to be or where I think. You know, so you can right. party yourself, but you got to know that there are people that have been watching your whole time. So if you just come out perfect, it's like, where are you from? What's, you know, but you just need, it's okay to struggle. And it's okay to not have it all together and figure it out. Like, that's True. okay. And True. people just be like, don't want to show that but I feel like that's where I was saying like in the beginning like being you know, like authentically yourself and allowing people to that's gonna grow your audience and your team gotcha so let's walk through the business model side of things like what what services you provide so I just do right now I just offer classes and then I do um, like full glams What's, what's, what's a full glam? I don't know what that is. So, <laughs> full, full, full glam, just like a full face of makeup um, from the highlight, the contour, the lashes, the brows. So you do lashes as well? Lash strips, not Lash extensions. Lash strips. Mm -hmm. What's the difference? So extensions, you like you got kind of go to sleep and wake up pretty because they're still going to be on. But then strips, you got to apply every day. Like right now, mm -hmm. I didn't have any strips at home. So All if right. I had extensions, I would be ready. Right. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. So... How do people go about booking you? Um, Stassi, I use a platform called Stassi right now, but I'm in the process of switching over. Um, a lot of people use Acuity. I just have to get into it. Um, but Acuity right. is a good platform. I have it as well. Okay, so yeah, so I just the switching over because I don't close my books. So I have people that book like I have girls that are booking prom in May, and I'm like, gosh, like wow. let don't speed the year up, like, right. but. Yeah, so the cutie, you have to like open it and close it. And I'm just not, like I have so much going on that I'm not right. that organized. I'll look up and I'm like, hey, I'm not appliance. It's like, yeah, your books are closed. Right. So. <laughs> gotcha. Um, I want to, so how do you know, how do you know what, I guess, so there are different color makeups, right? Different mm -hmm. tones of makeup. Like, how do you know what color to apply to this person's skin? And just come with practice. That's just something, and that's like the first question that every girl asks when they take my class. They're like, well, I just need to get good at uh, matching the skin tones. And it's like, you just have to pick a brand that you like and that, you know, you're going to get comfortable with and learn that brand inside and out. Because it's like, it's just practice. And you, everybody is like, have different undertones, different. So you got to learn like what colors mix together and what, you know, so it's just, that's practice. What you mean with colors mixed together? Like you like, take two different color makeup and mix it together. Yeah, like sometimes like if you run out, you got to improvise and cause that happens, that happens. 
like especially like when you're traveling that's why i don't like to travel anymore but like traveling you've been up forgot something now you gotta mix these colors together to make this perfect color but so you just it's just practice yeah, it's practice. practice i didn't always have it uh, and sometimes you, people you know what i'm getting from it for me well do you like hold a makeup kit next to a person face and level? No, I can look at like I can look at look at you and be like, this is the color I'll use. Like I can know. Like now I know. Right. But I've been doing it for a long time. In right. the beginning I didn't. I would sit there and I would get the colors that I feel like is close and then I would just watch their face to see which one, you know. Right. Just takes time. Like you in the beginning you're not gonna be as fast as someone that's been doing a long time. Like now I can do a full glam in like forty minutes. When I first started, it was maybe two hours. Sheesh. You know? Two hours now down to forty minutes. Yeah. How much is a full glam? One fifty. One fifty in forty minutes. That's that's what's up. That's what's up. Full glam. So what are, what all that include? So you know what? Let's backtrack a little bit. I know there's a bunch of different components that come with, like you said, uh, the makeup and contour. That is the word contour. Mm -hmm. And um, highlighting. Like like walk me through that process, like. Let's say a woman come right now, sit on your chick, get it done. What's that like? Walk me through the process. So what I, goes on first? You do like skin prep. I clean, you know, clean all my clients' faces. I, I pray that they don't come with like a dirty face. But sometimes you have people that come to a makeup appointment with makeup on, not like Really? Yeah. It's like you would think that they wouldn't, but they're like, yeah, well, I've been out all day. But it's like you really want should you really want to come to a makeup appointment with like. After you just did your best skincare routine, because then the foundation just gonna like lay better, like right. everything is better. But if you got me, I'm still trying to do that 40 minute face. So now I gotta right. wipe your face off. That take five minutes off of where I could have been. You know what I mean? Because I still have other people coming after. So it's do like, you, do you? I'm gonna cut you off, but do you charge extra when you have to clean the face? I don't, but I'm, I, you know, it just depends. Right. Like if I'm, if I'm, if it pushed me behind, yeah, I will. Like I'm like, okay, it's a little extra or. You might gotta come back later or something so that I'm not too far behind because right. people be serious about their makeup appointments. <laughs> so walk me through it. So you so so you cleanse the face. You know you do like the prep. The How do you clean it? Just soap and water. Alcohol. Um, like makeup wipes. Uh, they have like different like pads. You mm -hmm. know, serums. You moisturize your. You put your primer. Se serum is a moisturizer. Well, serum like on the yeah no like. You know, like in your skincare routine, like just like the serum that you put on your face. I don't know what that is. Oh, oh I don't yeah. Know skincare yeah, like okay. Well, yeah, serum, moisturizer. My, my skin is flawless with no skincare routine. <laughs> Period. <laughs> it is. <laughs> That's kind of aggravating. <laughs> but why is it aggravating? Because because people like me gotta go and get like chemical pills and facials and. And you just wake up and you don't do anything. You don't go buy serums. You don't go buy nothing. And I have like a closet full of all this stuff that you know. But whatever. Um, it's just a long. It's a lot of. It's a long process. The foundation, the concealer. You got to do a lot. I want. I want to know the whole process from start to from start. I'm to not giving, start. They got to take the class. Boy. Say less. Y'all got to take the class. Y'all got to take the class. Say less. Let's talk about the class, which is the one-on-one -on -one class. Yes, I do one-on-ones. Um, you know, 
You do, you do the one-on-one classes. So the one-on-one classes that I do, they're tailored to each student. So before anyone takes my class, I kind of ask them, like, what are you looking to gain from this class? Like, what do you right. want to learn? So um, everybody is different in their journey. Some people have been doing makeup for one year. Some people have been doing it for five years. and just want to, you know, when I take a makeup class, I always go, because I still take at least a class a year to stay hip. But I go to learn different techniques to add to mine, right. you know? And so there's people that are just learning and they're just starting. So I got to do like from the very beginning basic stuff. But then you have those advanced artists that want to learn how I do like my eyebrows or mm. do. So every class is tailored to that specific student. Yeah. student. Student, sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. And the one-on-one class, how much is the one-on-one class? So for a basic, it's 700. Um, advanced is 1,000. What's the difference between the basic and the advanced? So advanced, you get three models. Three and models. Yeah, so we so it's like a longer time. Like and time you frame. provide the models. Yeah, or sometimes I let them provide the models because then they might feel more comfortable working with, you know, like if it's like their mom or like mm. their friend, like I, okay, you know, okay, and okay, if they're okay. new, they don't want to be using somebody they've never done before. Right. Now they're shaking. Right. All right. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. That make a lot of sense. And the advanced comes with three models, and the basic comes with one model. With one model. And then basically, like we complete a face together. So like I'll do half the face, you do half the face, but really you do like three fourths of the face, and I do like twenty five percent, and I like coach you through it. Right. You know? But it's right. very, it's still very detailed. It's just not as long. Right. And um, it's, it's a one day class mm-hmm. for the basic. Well, I guess for basic and advanced, but I'm in the process of working on making like longer courses for people who need like that extra time. So I want to by April, it should be up and going where I have like more of a beauty institute. Because right now I have a, I have a salon suite where I have uh, makeup artists that work um, in the suite, but right now it's not full anymore. But kind of like purposely because I want to leave a couple of stations open for the classes. Right. Makes so, sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, while we're here on the, uh, the one-on-one classes, um, so I'm trying to find the right way to <clears throat> to word this. She have the one-on-one class, the basic and advanced. How do they book it? How do they find it? And then can we put something together for the listeners here, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, currently I use Stylesy for booking, but within like the next two weeks, I'm going to be transferring over hopefully to Acuity. And I guess us together, we can give them a special, maybe for the advanced course. And instead of it being a thousand, we could do 800. And um, we're going to use the code. What code? I will change. I will change. The podcast name is I will change. So you just go in there, you type in I will change. H O U R of change. Yeah. Or can we do like, because will they let us type it that long? Probably. We'll probably figure it out. We'll figure yeah. it out. Yeah. But, um, and then you'll get that $200 off. And uh, we'll put the link in the description. We put all that information in the description so you know how to find it. So I'll find it. Let's, let's make it happen. Um, what else we need to touch on? Uh, where do you, how, how far do you see yourself going in this industry? So my goal for like the next year is I want to do, I want like brand deals. Like I want to 
do my own makeup. You know what I mean? I want. I obviously always want to take clients, you know, on a weekend hustle bus. So I love it. I love to work personally. Like, you know how some people be like, um, I, I just like to work. So, like, I don't mind being at work all day, all night. Like, that's, that's my thing. I like that. But I want to do, like, where I'm making videos and people are sending me, like, PR packages or, like, big brands so that I can, like, travel and travel for makeup, you know? Gotcha. Like, I just want to, like, change how I'm doing it. Like, the hustle, I did that my first two years in Houston. I did that. Now I just need to figure out, like, my niche on, like, what's next. You know what I mean? Gotcha. I was, like, just taking clients every day, all day. Gotcha. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, <clears throat> before we wrap it up, uh, I just need to ask you two more questions. Uh, one of them being, I met a guy in Atlanta. Uh, I went out there for a, what was it? I went out there for a social proof podcast event and um, I stayed at an Airbnb and I was fortunate enough to meet the owner. His name is uh, Umar and uh, we ended up talking for like about 45 minutes. One of the most brilliant minds I've ever spoke to in my life. Um, he's an older guy, but his mindset, like his mind is just so, it's unbelievable how smart he is. And I told him about my podcast and what I got going on, what I'm doing. And uh, he said that uh, he likes the idea. So anyway, fast forward the next morning, he brings me a piece of paper and it's just had different ideas of what I could add to the podcast. And at the bottom of it, it said, the world is listening. And basically, this segment of my podcast is forever dedicated towards him. And it's called, The World is Listening. So the question I want to ask you is, the world is listening. If it's one piece of advice you can give to humanity, what would it be? Don't give up. I know it sounds very basic but don't give up because tomorrow could be the day that what you've been working on for so long it just pops or tomorrow might be the day that you run if you're at the grocery store you run into a person like Omar and give you that advice that you need to or that little piece of the puzzle to finish whatever you've been working on for so long you know um so yeah just don't give up and keep going and don't compete with anybody but yourself. I think I struggled in the beginning of my career because I was always trying to be like other people. You know what I mean? Until one day, this um, other artist, I kept taking her class and she told me like, why do you keep doing this? And I was like, or why do you keep trying to take my class? And I was like, because my stuff isn't, it's not looking like yours. And she's like, well, it's never gonna look like mine. You like, basically like I can't be, you can't be me. And not in a shady way but in real life you just can only be yourself so like just focus on you and keep going you know don't give up focus on you keep going oh, that was three that was three it's fine yeah. it's fine it's fine that's the advice you want to give to humanity i love it couldn't close it out no better than that um i'm honored i'm thankful for the opportunity to sit down with you you provide a lot of value we are out of here peace that was nice. Yes, ma'am.